This episode is brought to you by Gen Next Wealth, a fee-only financial planning firm helping first-generation six-figure income earners navigate their finances. If you are in this situation and you're the first person in your family to make a six-figure income, and now you've come to the place where you need help with the financial decisions that you have, please don't hesitate. Give us a call. We're available for you at www.gennextwealth.com. You can go there and schedule a free consultation to talk about your personal financial situation. Hey there, I'm Emlyn Miles Mattingly, your host for the Minority Money Podcast. I'm glad you're here. You know why? Because this is the place you can come to get your weekly finance, family, and fitness motivation, not only to experience success in those areas for yourself, but also to help others in our community achieve greatness too. Super happy that you're on the show with me. So let's jump right in. Rain, rain, go away. Come again another day. Remember singing this song all the time when we were kids. We were in elementary school singing this song and when it got a little bit of rain. If you're in California right now and you're tired of the rain, you can sing that song too. Rain, rain, go away. Come again another day. So today on the show, it is the first day of spring and I know this is going to be exciting. This is going to be fun. I always love springtime. It always means new beginnings. You know, the flowers are always in bloom. Everything is just wonderful in the spring. And typically that means that the rain is going to go away and that everything is going to start growing. Things are going to start blooming. Summertime is happening. You're going to be getting outside. And that also brings along spring cleaning. So what I wanted to talk to you guys about real quick, we're offering a Jumpstart Your Finances boot camp. It's spring cleaning your finances with Gen Next Wealth. So Gen Next Wealth is a firm that I run. We are looking to start a boot camp. Okay. So we're going to do a spring boot camp, spring cleaning your finances. This is going to be a six month class where we're going to have educational sessions, access to our resources, calls on a monthly basis. And we're going to do this for six months. We've been looking at this and we want to make sure that we touch on a few key areas because there's always been questions that people have when they think about doing this. So one of the first things that we're going to talk about in this class is we're going to talk about your money mindset, right? If you want to have things or you want to get a grasp on your money, you have to change your mindset first. It's all in between these ears right here. Everything goes on between your ears. The money scripts, the things you tell yourself, the things you grew up learning and needing to unlearn. So we're going to talk about mindset. Next, we're going to talk about cash flow and budgeting. Yes, I said that word, cash flow and budgeting. Doesn't matter what you're doing if you don't have a grip on your cash flow or your budget. Then we're going to talk about how to manage your debt. This is one that I think is always asked about for me. We always want to talk about how to manage that debt. We're going to talk about tactics. We're going to talk about plans. We're going to talk about ways to pay down your debt, manage your debt, keep you on track. And the last class that we'll have or the last session we'll have is going to be on investments and insurance, right? This is something that I think is very important to all financial plans. And I think this is why, not think, this is exactly why we put it in here as the fourth one. This is the one we get a lot of questions on. People always want to know if they have enough insurance or how to start investing. So we're going to talk through that. Then we're going to end it with two one-on-one sessions. So you're going to get two one-on-one sessions with me, and we're going to talk about your specific financial situation after we go through those things. So I think that this is going to be incredible. You don't want to miss this. We have registration open now. So we're going to put the link in the show notes. You'll see it on our social media. If you haven't seen it already, we're going to continue to run this. So join the program. There's limited availability, so we're not taking a ton of people. We are only going to take 10 people in this class because we want to keep the group small. We want to make it intimate. We want to make sure that you are getting everything that you need in this course. So 
Don't miss this. Spring clean your finances. Today's the first day of spring. And the one thing that you want to make sure that you clean is your finances. With that, we're going to jump into the show. As you know, this is the Minority Money Podcast. I am your host, Emlyn Miles Mattingly, where we are changing the complexion of wealth. So what I wanted to talk about today is things you should consider about your retirement accounts if you were laid off or changed jobs. So if you've ever changed jobs or you've been laid off, you know that in itself is an emotional time, right? So you have all these things going on. Usually there's either an excitement that you have or you, know, you may be kind of sad that things happen at your job and you're no longer there. So either way, whichever one it is, I totally understand. I've actually had both of them happen to me. So I, I understand those emotions that you go through. However, with that being said, there are some very important things that you don't want to forget about when it comes to your finances. One of the most popular or most talked about things is going to be your retirement, right? And so when you are working for an employer and you suddenly stop working for them, your retirement accounts still or usually stay at that place until you do something with them. So if you've had a retirement account, listen to this, listen very closely. And we're not going to get into the different types of retirement accounts today, but if you've had a retirement account with an employer, whatever type it may be, these are some things that you can do to help you with your retirement account. So one thing, the first thing that you can do is you can leave it where it's at. Now, reason why you can leave it where it's at, if it depends on what the plan says. So if you have you know, some type of company retirement plan, then you can leave that money in that plan while you go to your new employer or if you leave that employer. You can leave it in the plan. It'll continue to be invested the way it was and you'll be able to follow it. You'll probably still have your company log into your 401k, so you'll be able to see it. You'll be able to monitor it, but you'll just leave it there. There's nothing wrong with that. You just leave the control to the other company, and I don't know if you want that. Depending on how you left, sometimes people just want to have that money and have control of it. The second thing is you can roll it into your new plan. A lot of people don't know about this, but what you can do is you can take that money. This is the second thing. You can take the money that you have in that current plan. Let's give an example. Let's say you're leaving an employer, you got $100,000 in your 401k, right? And so now you got this new job offer, you're excited about the job offer, so you leave this employer and go to the other one. Meanwhile, you leave your 401k where it was at, right? At your old employer. So what you can do is when you start with your new employer, you know, you get that employee handbook, you get all those paperwork and all the paperwork you get, and it's, you know, you're going through it. And when you're going through it, Sometimes you have to elect to participate in your 401k. Sometimes you don't. But let's just say you elected to participate in it. Now, you still have this money over here and you have this new plan that you just started. What you'll want to do is this is an option you have. You can take that old money that you had at your old plan and roll it into the new plan. So it's going to be like a deposit, just like a transfer, right? You're transferring from one place to the next place. You keep it going just like you did before. Continue doing your percentage of your income going into that retirement account or coming out of your paycheck, going into that retirement account, and you kind of jumpstart what you have at the new company, right? Now, you have no tax implications for that because you're rolling it from one plan to another plan. Like I said, I'll say it again, no tax implications for rolling your money out of one plan of your old employer into your new employer's plan. So you won't have those penalties, you won't have those fees, and you won't have to pay taxes on that money because you're going to be rolling it into another qualified plan. Now, the third thing you can do, number three, which I'll say this, I don't advise it, but you can cash it out. Now, sometimes life happens, okay? And I'm going to be the first to tell you, as a financial advisor, I've seen a lot of times where life happens to people. And if life has happened to you and you have to take the money out and cash it out to pay bills, to do whatever it is that you need to do, that's okay. You just have to do what you have to do. Don't beat yourself up for it. Hopefully, you know, whatever financial situation you may find yourself in, 
this money is going to be there to help you do that. It, whatever it is, I think that you need to make sure that if cashing it out is the only option that you have, just make sure that you're aware of the taxes that are going to be there. So let's take that same $100,000 example. Now, I'm not saying you're going to take all $100,000 out, but you will have to pay 30% of that uh, roughly in penalties. So you're going to have a penalty that you have to pay, right? And you're going to have to pay taxes. The reason why you have to pay taxes when you cash this money out is because remember, this came from a retirement account. And typically when you have a retirement account, you're putting that money into the account tax deferred, meaning you haven't paid taxes on that money yet. So any money that goes into any company retirement account, unless it's a Roth, right? Unless it's a Roth 401k or a Roth IRA, then that money is put into that account with pre-tax dollars. So when that money comes out, when you cash that out, you have to pay the taxes on that. And it comes through as income taxes. So understand this, it is not a capital gains tax. It is an income tax. And the reason why we're being specific about this is because if you worked all year, right, let's just paint this picture with someone that, you know, married couple, couple together, one of them is working, one of them was let go, they took the money out of the 401k and they used it, which is, it happens, right? Now you have to understand this. If you took $30,000 out of that account, that just increased your income by $30,000, okay? So now you have to pay the penalties on that and you have to pay the taxes on that. Just remember that is going to increase your income by whatever amount you have taken out of the account. I'm not telling you not to do it. I wouldn't recommend it because of the tax implications and the penalties and how much money you possibly lose. But if you do it and you have to do it, just make sure that you account for that money that's going to increase your taxable income. Okay. What's the fourth thing that you do? The fourth thing you can do is you can open up your own individual retirement account. I'll say it again, individual retirement account. You've probably heard that word before, and it is what an IRA is. An IRA is an individual retirement account. Now you can open that up on your own. You can go online. You can use that. You can have an advisor do that for you, or you know, there's many different things that you can do. When you open up this account, what happens now is you still have that money. Let's say that same situation. You got that $100,000 that's sitting at your old employer. Now what happens is you can take that money you can put it into an IRA. Now you can self-direct this, meaning you can manage it yourself or you can hire a financial advisor, a financial professional to, to manage it for you. But what you do, once you open the IRA, now because you have that, you can transfer the money from your previous employer or from the company plan that you had into the IRA. And get this, you can do that without paying taxes on it. Okay. So now you can transfer the money out of your old employer's account into your own personal account where you can direct the investments that you have. And that is done tax-free without paying taxes. As long as you're not just withdrawing the money and not putting it into another qualified retirement account, then you don't pay taxes on it. So that is incredible. Now, what you also get to do is you get to pick the type of investments that you put your money in. Now that you're out of that company plan, once you're in a company plan, you have about 15 investment options that you can have. Once you take that money out of the company plan, now you can start investing that money the way that fits your risk profile. Okay. So it has to fit your risk profile. And this is very important for you. Once you open up that IRA, it is very imperative that you understand what your appetite for risk is. You always hear things like people say, I don't want to lose all my money. Well, that tells me that you don't have an appetite for risk. Now, how big of an appetite you have for risk all comes down to your risk number. If you don't know what your risk number is, you probably should find that out. And what a risk number is, is a number that's going to be from zero or from one to 99. 
And in between that is going to tell you how, what your appetite for risk is and the type of portfolios that you should be looking into or having your advisor direct you to based on the type of risk that you have. We'll talk more about that in another episode where we'll spend some time deep diving onto the risk number. Just understand this, understanding how big or how small or just your overall appetite for risk is going to be able to help you develop the investment strategy that you need to give yourself the personal success you need, okay? This is all about you. This is personal finance 101. You have to make sure that it is good for you. So once you find out what that appetite for risk is, whether it's big, whether it's small, whether it's somewhere in between, then you can start working towards that. It's incredibly important to know how much risk you can handle. And we say that. So we'll go back over the four things that you can do with your retirement accounts after you leave your employer. One, you can leave it where it's at. Okay. We talked through that. You can leave that plan right where it's at or leave that money right where it's at. Number two, you can roll it into your new plan. Number three, you can cash it out. Now, remember with number three, if you cash it out, you are going to have tax implications. That's okay. Just understand if you need the money and you have to pay the taxes, just plan for paying the taxes. And number four, the last thing is open up your own personal individual retirement account. That's an IRA. When you open up that IRA, you are in control or you can be in control of the type of investments you pick for your retirement. Very important in this one to understand the level of risk you are willing to take. Okay. Very important to have that. And we call that a risk number. So if you don't know your risk number, we'll be talking about that in later episodes. We can help you understand how much risk you are willing to take to achieve the goals that you want to achieve. With that, I just wanted to jump on here and talk a little bit about that. So don't forget about our Spring Clean Your Finances class that we're doing. It's a six-month class. Open enrollment is now. We'll put a link to it in the show notes. And if you don't follow us on social media, please go over to Instagram where you can follow the Minority Money Podcast. That's Minority Money Podcast on Instagram. And you can follow us on Facebook. So those are the two places that we'll be seeing a lot of this stuff. If you want to, you can sign up for our newsletter also through that same place. So we'll put the link to the show notes there. You will also see this in the email if you're already on our newsletter. We want to thank you for everything. Thank you for all your support. And today, happy spring. Happy first day of spring. As you know, this is the Minority Money Podcast, where we are changing the complexion of wealth. Until next time. Another great showdown, but it doesn't have to stop there. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on whatever podcast app you're listening on now and give it a good rating, would you? If you feel really connected to the podcast, which I hope you do, find our Facebook community, Minority Money VIP, to support and be supported by others just like you. And again, we're glad to have you. While this podcast is meant to inspire and motivate you to live your best life, it can't be your complete one-stop shop. I know, I know, that really sucks. But I don't know anything about your specific situation. So please reach out to an attorney or a CPA, or you can reach out to me, a financial planner, to help you with your specific situation. To get a hold of us, please reach us at fan at Minority Money Podcast. That's F-A-N at Minority Money Podcast, so we can get to know you there. Thanks for being here, and until next time.